Hey fans, welcome to another edition of WPOB Aftermath. I'm your host, Legend T. James Logan, and today we are concentrating on a rarity for us, an AEW pay-per-view. I gotta say, I kind of wish it was more of a rarity, but we're gonna get into this show. Mm. Guys, overall impressions before we get into all of this mess. Do you guys feel this was a great investment of your time tonight? Overall. No, no. This was Rick? this was boom goes to dynamite <laughs> except it doesn't go boom no 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 wait a minute it's not it's a lot it's not boom goes to dynamite it's goes to dynamite fans as you can imagine a lot of us we take the time when we watch these shows we actually uh text each other a lot sometimes and boy Sometimes I wish we could just release the text because I think it was a pretty funny, <laughs> some of the stuff we talked about. We're going to get right into this. First yeah, of all, we'll stuff, start with the Our Biden, stuff on Messenger was a lot funnier uh, than this show, for sure. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I don't think they tried to be funny, but it sure came off as a bit of a joke. Um, we're going to well, start off with- I, I'm talking entertainment-wise. Uh, the women's match where we had uh, Britt Baker and Maki Ito taking on Thunder Rosa and Riho. Uh, interesting match. I'm going to say uh, Britt Baker and Ito getting the win after a little bit of cheating. We had some weird thing in the beginning with uh, Reba uh, supposedly being injured, but it was obvious the way she walked around with her little crutch that it was all, you know, to get in people under people's skin. And she manages to give a crotch shot to Thunder Rosa to win this match. Guys, with this opening match, what did you think, Rick? I'll, I'll tell you what, and I'm going to be honest with you, this was match of the night for me. This was absolutely yes. the match of the night. Um, I got to tell cool. you, uh, Mikey Ito, she really impressed me. I love her energy. I love the headbutting. Like, all the different headbutt variation mm -hmm. moves she had was really good. Britt Baker always impresses lately. Uh, Thunder Rosa and Riho even were really good. I thought this match overall was the best match of the night. I, I, I gave it a three, honestly. And that's the pregame. Oh, my goodness. Tony. No, no. I mean, <laughs> Grant, I mean, um, what's her name? Maki? I Maki just, Ito. She's cute. Reminded me of um, the Japanese band um, Baby Metal. Yeah. And, uh, and she was, is that what she was uh, we referring to? Yeah, her, her story is she was kicked out of an all-girls uh, band. I, I wonder if mean. it was that one. Because they're all girls. <laughs> Seriously, because they're all girls. Yeah. Well, the music their music is a lot bad. heavier, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, my daughter loves their music. Um, but no, I mean, it wasn't bad. I, I ended up giving it a, a three for our standards. So mm -hmm. I, I gave I did give it like a B. So nice. it wasn't that bad. There were some miscues, though, but it was mm -hmm. still a good match overall. All right. Elio? I'm, I went with the 2.5 on this one. Okay, so not not quite up there. Yeah, I thought it was an okay. It was a solid match, and I it got my expectations up. I'm like, oh, buy-ins like this. Oh, we're going to be in for a good night of wrestling. Um, yeah, Tony's right, though. There were some really glaring mistakes in there. Um, and when she came out and first started singing and they didn't match up her music properly, I thought, oh, my God, this is going to be a terrible yeah. night. <laughs> but it worked out. Uh, so, yeah. All right, move it on. Let's get into this thing. We get in uh, opening match, and this surprised me. They opened with it: the Young Bucks taking on Chris Jericho and MJF. Uh, this match had a lot going on, without feeling like a lot was going on. I, I don't know. For me, it felt kind of flat. It didn't feel like 
that the young but usually the young bucks even if you don't like what they do in there and you don't like their lack of storytelling they usually have a lot of flash and bang and this really seemed a couple steps off tonight and that was disappointing um in the end uh the young bucks retained the belts uh, a bit of a collision with chris jericho and wardlow which i think is going to play out somewhat soon down the road uh tony how'd you how'd you feel about this match man to me this was the match of the night i gave it a three and a half so about a an A, okay. I would have to say, but uh, it, it was a good match. Okay. Where I don't know where they're gonna go now with the inner circle, especially after the backstage promo where they were like, "We're gonna have a meeting on dynamite." So mm-hmm. expect the inner circle to do probably four segments of that. But um, overall, though, the match this match was good for me. It was the one that topped up everything that had happened on AEW. This was the one that stood out to me. Okay, uh, Elio, how did you? Feel yeah, about same, this? same. This one. Um... I wasn't sure about this match. This one was match of the night for me as well. Okay. Against one of three, because uh, I thought it was a fast-paced match and a lot going on in this one. Okay. Rick? This was garbage. I'm sorry. I don't know what you guys saw in this match. <laughs> this match was garbage. First of all, I'll this tell you crazy. this. This is coming from somebody who said the Britt Baker match is match of the fucking night. Oh that was match of the no, night. This the was, this no, was, was garbage. Not. You, Tony, you graded the same thing at three. No, I didn't. No, I <laughs> didn't. Three. Yes, no, did. I gave the Young Bucks match a three and a half. Yeah. And yeah, I'm so point five more. <laughs> so this, it was still better that than match, that one. No, this one was... <laughs> yes. gar- listen, I'll tell you what was great about this match. Tony Schiavone and his hatred for MJF. It reminds me of when uh, Michael Cole loved The Miz. I really love that. I love how they go along with that. I wish they continue that. Um, but what I will say is the false finish when he took, when Matt Jackson took a bat to the back and took MJF's finisher and he kicked out, that's just ridiculous. Come on, man. Like I get it. Young bucks. They, they're all full of false finishes, but this was just ridiculous. You took a bat to the back and a finisher and you still kicked out. And that's not even the worst false finish of the night. And we'll get into that more (laughs) later on. I see what you're getting at. Uh, for me, this was an okay match. Like I said, though, I felt there was a bit of a step off. Uh, the, the problems I always have is Matt Jackson always is like Hulk Hogan in his prime. Yeah. He mm-hmm. can take a gazillion beatings and a nuclear bomb and still get up. So it's kind of ridiculous when you're five foot seven and uh, you can beat all these dudes. So I yeah. get both your guys aside. I, I lean towards more. I did actually enjoy the women's match a little bit more, but not by much. You're wrong, so, too. all right this is now where sometimes i hate these matches sometimes they can work out great we had what they called the casino tag team battle royal which meant it was sort of like a royal rumble type setting where they start off with two teams every 90 seconds another team comes out uh but it also had the weird stipulation that if one member of your team got eliminated your team wasn't done first of all do you guys like that or hate that do you think the teams should go out when one guy goes out, or do you like this uh, having uh, the, having to have two de- eliminations to get eliminated? You know, as a wrestler's point of view, mm-hmm. I I would like it because then it gives myself a chance to shine. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But as a fan's point of view, um, I must say I must I still like it, even though it's going to be a little bit longer. But you know, it, it's okay. I think it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Where I wish like they would have. I wish they would have done a, a regular battle royal format where they all start at the same time so and just eliminate one. Yeah. 
because the end, the ninety seconds thing was just dragging it out, and the 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 participants didn't know what to do at one point. They were just yeah. like, uh, "Okay, what are we doing next?" I'll just go yeah. into my my top my POV. I honestly I gave it a one point five. I think Jungle Boy got robbed again. I mm-hmm. think this is ridiculous what they're doing. Every battle royal, Jungle Boy comes up close to the end and can't fucking win. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I the one shining moment from this match was Bear Country. I really oh, yeah. dig them. I think good that's team. a good solid team. Yeah, but that's my mm-hmm. take on it. Thumbs down. What was your take, Tony? Well, I, this for me this was average. I mean, there was some good and bad to this match, but I honestly. Because I'm a huge fan of Jungle Boy. I think Jungle Boy saved this battle royal at the end with that, mm-hmm. you know, just with him getting hyped. And I'm glad. And this is why I actually, when I came off saying, for a wrestler's point of view, is your chance to shine. And Jungle Boy did shine when it was just him by himself with um, the triangle. Ray Phoenix. The, them guys, yeah. Pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The octagon of death or something like that. <laughs> the but the deadly the ring. The rumbus. <laughs> but, you know, it was his time to shine, and he did, though he did came up short, like Rick said, and that's getting kind of old because for me, Jungle Boy is very, very underrated, and he, he's got to, you got to put him in that title picture now while he's hot. And, but the one thing, you know, since we're talking about Jungle Boy, the one thing I really, really admire about him is the fact that, and, you know, rest in peace for, for his dad, but he never brings his dad into it just so he can pursue yeah. his career in wrestling. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I appreciate that. So he's taking this very, very serious. So me as a, prom- a promoter, I would definitely be putting this dude in the, in the title picture by himself. He doesn't mm-hmm. need a tag. He's got to be by himself. But it's unfortunate he came short. But overall, this match was just average. Okay. He saved it a little bit, but it was just average. And of course, Phoenix was just phenomenal. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, how about you, Elliot? For me, this match. Um, Air Country. I want to see more of these guys. Yeah, I do too. And I but so um, Matt and Mike side out. Mike side out. I don't see anything. Out of this yeah. No. <laughs> so Bear That's... Country, right? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Where are they from? Yeah. They're a team that uh, do, is on dark for the last yeah, month yeah, or two. Yeah, they've been on dark. No, and I think they're they from the North, Northeast. I think they were from the Northeast. Like, they were just independent guys. Really? Um, they just picked them up. So, yeah, I like them. I didn't know what to expect. I've heard their name, and I hadn't actually seen them because I don't actually watch dark. Uh, I don't have eight hours. I, I don't think a lot of people watch dark. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I don't think a lot of people are going to watch the only new show Leo. either. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I don't have that kind of time to sit in front of my computer. I download and then I watch it on my own time. <laughs> yeah. My thought when I went watched the match, you're right. The Seidel guy, not good. Matt Seidel is not ready. He should be in dark with his brother till they can get their crap together. Peter Avalon, my God, don't send that guy out there anymore. He looks like ridiculous. <laughs> and one thing that I worry about is... Marco Stunt. And I know I'm not, I always have negative things, but bear with me on this one. He openly interfered in matches today and caused people's elimination. That's not good guy stuff. Now he yep. looks like an, an annoying piece of shit who's annoying and helping uh, you know, the dinosaur dude cheat. There's going to become yep. a point where people, I think Jungle Boy has to distance himself from these guys because I, I really think that people, you know, you're not a good guy when you openly cheat in front of everyone and the ref. So... And yes, I hate Marco Stunt. <laughs> and what about QT Marshall's uh, turn? 
Yeah, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Like QT Marshall is like the lamest <laughs> I, dude I, I, on I, the I thing. It's like Peter the... Avalon turning. Who cares? I, I, I saw him just uh, get get mad at Dustin, jump out of the ring, yeah. and like take and spit off. Spit on him. On him. That, that's <laughs> it. But what was funny to me with that yeah. was that Tony Savani was still trying to save that part by saying, "So what's going to happen? What if Dustin wins this? What's going? Who's is he? Are they still going to be partners?" I was just like, "Seriously, dude." Really? Nobody just is not winning. <laughs> no. QT Marshall's never been anything <laughs> except the lower jobber guy, even in ROH. So, yikes. <laughs> so, yeah, that match, uh, I, I can see the point. I know you guys hated Jungle Boy uh, not winning, but do we really want to see Jurassic Express more? I'd rather away from this. And he gets a, a title match, then he's locked in there, right? Yeah. So we go to a backstage segment. I'll just tell you really quickly. We have uh, Paul White uh, saying, piping up the signing tonight. And guys, was this not confusing? Because every one of us assumed the guy being signed was supposed to be the sixth man. I, I, yep. I did at first. That's yeah. what I thought. So uh, we'll get to that. How great of <laughs> this all mm. bad note. Next, the AEW Women's Championship. Now, we were going back and forth a bit about this. I got to admit that I, it was a good match, but not a great match because the problem is she does a good worker, but sometimes she's not given good enough opponents to yeah. make the match well. And tonight's opponent, there was a story there that was really mistranslated, I think, by the announcers. They weren't quite grasping or giving us what this was supposed to be. So it got lost. And it just seemed like a way longer match than it should have been. The rich history between uh, Shida and uh, Mizami was to, touched on a bit, but not enough to but, the extent. But to be fair, to, uh, to me, yeah. they, they only mentioned it once. Yeah. Once once she won the tournament, they only mentioned it one time, and then that was it. You know, That's now, problem, yeah. now I could be wrong, but dur- throughout the mm-hmm. tournament, did they ever mention that? I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I haven't seen that no, they haven't. Well, there no. you go. It would have been no. different if they yeah. did mention that throughout the whole tournament that these two had problems back in the past, or yeah. they do have a past or whatever, but they only mentioned it one time, and then I was like, oh, all right. Then during the match, they mentioned that they teamed up at the last, at uh, the first double or nothing. Yeah. yeah. Now, and, and Tony hits <laughs> right on the head. Uh, so the supposed booker of the year here, uh, this was not the match that Tony Khan should have put in there. I no. mean, he either should have had that a different person or explain those motivations. Because when they showed us the clips, you guys, if you guys remember on the show when they showed you, oh, on the Japanese one, if you didn't catch this, it was like 20 seconds. And then somebody won and went to the next thing. So this came off really flat and it shouldn't have. And I think it was a wasted opportunity. This is where better booking really could have made this something special. And it wasn't. So as best, it was a half-assed match. I'm going to say it was in, my, in your guys' thing. I guess I would have given it like a, 2.75 but maybe a, a c for tonight rick how yeah. do you how do you see this play out Oof, man this match listen i get it it's up to the bookers to actually give you a good story or whatever but also as a wrestler like you need to be able to tell the story in the ring and the story in the ring was falling flat first of all the chops are ridiculous we saw them on wednesday night we we laughed about it but honestly, like, you're supposed to sell me on that. I feel like it was a slow-moving match, uh, weak hits at moments, and then the, just the, the false finishes just weren't there. It's just there was something really off with this match. And I know 
Like they, everybody loves Sheeta. I love Sheeta, but but mm-hmm. Sheeta's been coming up boring to me lately. And this match just shows it that this was not it. I could listen. Honestly, I think Nyla Rose would have had a better match with Sheeta if they had this. <laughs> and, and we all know I don't like. Uh, yeah, all right, you're Rose. pushing it, right? I know I am, but but this match was bad, man. And mm. and oh, oh, I gave it a one. I, I she, it was just really bad. Yeah. All right. How about you, yeah, Elio? There, there were times where the match was, was slow. And there were times where it felt like it was picking up. But uh, for me, it was just, okay, I gave this one a one. All right. Tony? Yeah, no. I, man, I'm a big fan of Sheeta. I love me some Sheeta. Yeah. I think she's a really good women's champion. But I think Rick said... You know, she's just not, she doesn't have anybody to dance with, you know, and and Mm -hmm. it takes two to tango and she's not getting it, man. I mean, you know, outside, I could probably do that for her, but, you know, we're talking about wrestling. (laughs) So, but I mean, this match in itself is just terrible. I mean, uh, Rio, I mean, man, the chops were horrendous. It was bad. This was bad. And and I hate to say this because I love Sheeta and I think Sheeta has really, really good potential. But it's just she has, for me, it's like Jungle Boy. You know, very good, but it's not getting put in the right spot. It's like, she's your champion, man. Do something other than doing this bullshit tournament. That led to mm-hmm. nothing because I knew nothing about this tournament. I mean, I did, you know, when they were yeah. repeated, but you know, why do they have rankings then? What's the yeah. purpose of that if you're going to keep doing these fucking tournaments? Because but I mean, who's, who's going to watch one side of the tournament on YouTube? Exactly. I, I tried to watch it. I'm like, yeah. I can't do this. <laughs> I but just the, can't. And we've had this complaint about AEW a lot the rankings yeah. they talk about. But they mean absolutely they, nothing. You have a tournament nothing. every month. Right? It means nothing. Yeah. And I mean, you know, and like I said, I hate to, I hated to do this to my girl, but I mean, I gave it a two because it was you can tell she was struggling a lot, but she was still trying to make it a good match. Um, the one part where uh, what's her name, Rio, Rio yeah. was she threw her yeah. into the crowd. You know, even that was yes. pretty bad. And I was just like, wow. You know, they did a lot with the crowd in this pay-per-view, which I thought was a little odd, but whatever. But mm-hmm. it was just bad. This match was not good. I was I was so disappointed because, like I said, I, I love Sheeta, yeah. but I was disappointed. The worst part about this whole thing is they had this whole stupid tournament that went over, what, the last month? When in the last month, the yeah. women's division, they've had women all of a sudden stepping up. Give mm-hmm. us one of them. Don't waste our time on nobodies. This is yeah. a pay-per-view. I'm going to say this match was poor in a way. And what encapsulated for me is one image can ex- explain to each and every one of you what this feeling of the match was. And that was when Sheeta went to pin her at near the end and couldn't even reach over to pull her big legs up. Mm-hmm. Yep. That just that's how I felt watching at the end of this yeah. match. Like, yeah, <sighs> okay, yeah, yeah. You know, I can only defend her so much. <laughs> I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that because of the atrocity that happened after the match. I was just like, yeah. oh, she's making it hard for me to defend her. Anybody that's a she defender, it is making it hard to defend yeah. her when crap like this happens. And you got to ask yourself, is it really booking now or is it her? Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah. I feel bad, but I want to. I want to lean towards booking just for the fact it's always the same people. They've got yeah. all these yeah. other girls, but it's the same four people it's, in yeah. the mix. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and how this was this? sorry. Go ahead, Rick. This was perfect for Jade, who was ringside. Yes, I was going to yes. bring this up. Perfect for mm-hmm. Jade to come into the ring and just say, 
all right, Sheeta, she didn't even have to touch Sheeta. She could just yeah. look at Sheeta mm-hmm. and just stare her down. And that would be perfect. And she doesn't need to get a title shot right away. You could have been mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm watching you, Sheeta. It could have that could have been the start of the build. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or she didn't even have to do Sheeta, even if she'd gone in and stared down Nyla. Just get her presence while she mm-hmm. just yep. made her debut. Out so there. that way she can get into the title picture. Yeah. Instead, she's and, awkwardly and again, clapping. Yeah, and then again, Cody. It, that's how that's how it starts the the feud, uh, the uh, the storyline. Yeah. yeah, and let's face it, another big brush off, and what happens? The same women getting ready yep. to feud. When you've got all these other up and comers yeah. who are looking great out there, that's yeah. piss poor on AEW on that one. I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, this is one thing I think has got to stop in AEW. Okay. We do not need best friends Myro backstage crap anymore. It looks no. so poorly done every single time they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're supposed to believe that Orange Cassie just, he didn't get hit. He just stood there and let Kip Sabian, who's smaller than him, pick him up and slam him on a big riser. Who the hell would let that happen ever? Yeah. You can't suspend your disbelief in this garbage. It's, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. You know. So this leads to Myro dragging Chuck out to the ring and starts down, of course, throws him through a window. Let's not forget that, <laughs> which was amazing. He went head first through a window, but got a cut on his face mm-hmm. and his arm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so he drags him to the ring, and we have, which I can't even say this was a good match, but I think it did have one good thing going for it. It looks like this is the start of the Miro, Kip, Saban uh, turn on each other, because yes. Miro did, in fact, let Penelope go to the Wolves pretty harsh to get that win. Yeah, but this is confusing. Explain this one to me, Tony. Miro is three times bigger than Kip, and yet he is the one acting like the villain. And Kip, the little tiny squeak, is going to have to try and defend his wife. Yeah, that seems a little bit misplaced in the storyline since Kip mm-hmm. has shown us nothing ever. Yeah. yeah for- so, go ahead, you, Tony. You go on this match. Well, yeah, this match made me kind of ill. I gave it a one. So for for you guys, it was a straight up D. Um, yeah. I hated the the way they started. They started from the backstage out to the ring, and it just for me, I was I was a little confused because right before uh, when the match ended, not this one, but the match before that, you know, I was mm-hmm. quick to use the restroom. I came out, and all this has happened. I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck? And I was still confused. I was like, wait a minute, how, how did? Why are they? Who the? And then and then what? Oh no, yeah, it was this was bad. This was bad. There's no defending this, and I get it. They're trying to make Miro into you know, this big beast, but you have to ask yourself, does he really need to be with those people? Mm-hmm. You know, why isn't he in the title picture? You know, exactly. Exactly. I haven't seen him lose yet. You know, so, and I was, I was why wasn't what? he in the ladder match? Sorry. Oh yeah. yeah. Why wasn't he in this ladder match for that matter? I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing Miro versus Darby Allen where he'll beat the shit out of Darby <laughs> Allen. Yeah. You know? Place. yeah. You know, so, I mean, the, the direction Miro's going in is not good at all. No, not it, good it, at was, all. it was bad when he was uh, yelling at uh, Chuck, uh, I could strap a rocket to your back, to you. I could make this all end. I'm like, no. Yeah. yeah, coming from a guy who can't get out of first gear <laughs> is going to make you just stop. Yeah. Okay. Terrible. Uh, Elio. You want to go no, on with the match? Is, yeah, yeah, everyone just said that when I, when I, when I was the same. This was a, just a bad match. I gave it a one. All right, Rick. You guys are a lot nicer than me. I gave it a, a 0.5. This was trash. This was garbage. Yeah. Miro is garbage. Chuck Taylor's garbage. So is it a D minus? 
It's yeah. a fucking F. It's an F. F. Like, fuck off Zero. with this match. It's terrible. Yo, first of all, Orange Cassidy, enough is enough, and it's time for a change. But, what, like, what, all right, but wait a minute, wait a minute. Not for nothing, but what can he do? What is he supposed to nothing. do? Nothing. No. Go, <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. Him, Go and Marco, him and Marco do a change. Yo, yo, Wrestling Observer said that he has the character of the year. That he had, oh, and, and The what? Fiend was the worst. What? Of the year. what? <laughs> That's the wrestling observer for you. Who also said Tony Khan was the promoter of the year? Yeah. So, wow. So let that sink in. Orange Cassidy is garbage, bro. Mm-hmm. Pure <laughs> garbage. And all oh, the orange punch. His selling of his back being broken was ridiculous. Because his back. Yeah. Tom. It, Tom he it, he it, like if, his back was broken. If his yeah. back was if his if his back was broken, how did he just pop up and deliver that Superman punch or that orange Bro. punch, or whatever? Yeah. Yep. Pure garbage. Just, it really, really bad. And uh, I, I I've had it with these these whole all of this. And like I said, I don't see how if you're making Miro into the giant monster, you can't make Pipsqueak Sabian and his horrible bitchy wife. Nobody likes them. They're, mm-hmm. they're they don't even hate them. They're they're just nothing. They're a pretty girl in leather floating in the wind. So who cares? Mm. Bad booking. They could have made those guys into something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right now. This is uh, bad. <laughs> I know we're sounding like we're shitting on this, but the thing is, and, it was and a that's, really bad. That's the thing, though. Like what even in our private message and on Messenger, you know, yeah. we were talking about. It. I think that's the most I ever even freaking comment with you guys ever but it was just that bad i was just like i'm entertained by this more than this fucking pay-per-view but i but I, what <laughs> yeah. I need but the thing is everybody needs to understand we're not bashing it we're calling it like it is if it was good i'm gonna no. say it's good if and i'm sure the rest of you guys would do it too like if there's something that yeah. i didn't like and you guys did all right convince me change my mind and if it does it does if it doesn't it doesn't yeah. you know rick disagreed with me with that damn first match and i think it's bullshit but you know <laughs> It is what it is. We're not. We're not. We're not doing this just so we can get clout. We're not doing this so we can get attention. We're not doing this so we can get numbers on our Facebook page. We're doing this because it's the fucking truth. This was terrible. Or as, or as Charles Barkley would say, it was terrible. You know. <laughs> well, you know, Tony brings up a great point. I mean, me and Elio host a show every week where we look at AEW and we really try to dig hard. We want it to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my reservations about this main event and possible cinematic match, but I wanted to like enjoy this. I wanted this whole card to be super solid, yeah. and then we'll deal with the end stuff. And I was extremely disappointed by this. I want AEW to succeed, but garbage put together like this. And it, the most important part is, and Tony has, has been trying to point this out to you guys, the potential is there. The mm-hmm. wrestlers are there. This is just bad storytelling that makes them seem like yeah. it's garbage. Now, they could have me, taken these whole matches and made it better. Now, let me ask you guys a question, though, because yeah. we're, we're talking about this and then the storyline-wise and everything else. Yeah. Now, from what I've been hearing, and I'm pretty sure you guys did, mm-hmm. too, ever since AEW started, they pretty much yeah. leave the storytelling to the wrestlers itself. And yes, they do that. what they want. They do their own promos. They don't need a yeah. script and da-da-da, this and that. Now, WWE, of course, they got agents. They got bookers of their own. They got, you know, mm-hmm. for each person, for that matter, to tell a story within WWE. Okay, this is what I need you to say. Why don't you say this or this? Or they write them at an actual fucking script. So mm-hmm. now, should... I mean, is this AEW's downfall, letting the wrestlers have free reign on what the storyline is? Or do, does it really need to be controlled? That was WCW's downfall. 
<laughs> exactly. Same thing. Well, you know what? We had Ron Fuller on the show and Kevin Sullivan, and we talked directly about booking. And the problem here is it's kind of in between because they would say they had bookers. Yes, they had a couple set guys who wrote and decided how things were happening. But today you have on one side WWE, where Hollywood writers writing television shows who've never mm -hmm. wrestled. Yep. versus wrestlers who don't know dick and they're doing their own stuff so they're both wrong yep what they need is somebody people who know wrestling but can write it and translate it into stuff and i don't think that's hard to do you need to have a background not just in communications but maybe be a wrestler also and i think then you would understand tony yeah. probably knows more to tell these stories than any of us because he's been in there he's seen how the crowd reacts he knows the things that work it's hard to translate for me to walk in and hand Tony a script and say, all right, Tony, make them cheer you because you're going to say this. <laughs> and he might look at it and go, what the fuck? I'm supposed to say that? Yep, <laughs> I'm your boss. Say that shit. And Tony's like, well, I guess I got to say this shit. Is it on Tony now when nobody cheers? No, mm. because I'm writing him the garbage. He's paid yeah. to do the garbage. And he has no control because he knows if, he, if I hand him that script and he doesn't do the garbage, Fuck that. I'll hire the guy next to him to do the garbage and Tony's on the employment <laughs> ship. So, yeah, unfortunately, it's like, yeah. It's like, damn if you do, damn if you don't. Exactly. And that's but the problem here. AEW is one side, WWE is the other. We need oh, the yeah. middle. But you know what's funny? And I know we're going to get into this match. Matt Hardy, mm -hmm. look, at, look at him. He came in yep. thinking that this whole delete thing was going to work. And it didn't. And it didn't. So, yeah. look, look at the bullshit that he's coming up with now. It's like, dude, oh, yeah. what? It's time to, for you to get off TV. No, yeah, retire. He was going yeah. through that one that period where he was trying the ROH Matt Hardy, then all the other oh. different variations before he yeah. settled on this one. Mm -hmm. yeah, you you know yeah, it's bad you know when you're throwing yeah. everything against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> trying to, yeah. Oh my god! So, this is what's funny. You bring up a great point because the next match, Matt Hardy and Adam <laughs> Page, actually was okay wrestling. But the yep. story was such garbage that it hit it all, mm -hmm. right? It just came across as horrible. And I don't know, we talked about this earlier, and Andy has said the best thing in this world for him, he thought, was if Matt Hardy won, then Adam Page is down and broken. That's how you get him into the dark order, because now he all of a sudden has nowhere to go. He has no money. He's mm -hmm. down and out. And that could have been a good storyline. Where does it go for Matt Hardy? Now he's the big loser who has no money, and he has to <laughs> scrape 30% off his private party. <laughs> So now so, private party turn him turn on him because he can't pay them. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, he still gets he still gets thirty percent of their pay, so he can pay mm -hmm. them that way, I suppose. But yeah, uh, yeah so let's get this match. Uh, I thought this match, like I said, could have been and should have been a much better match. And if you took at it and turned off the sound and just watched, a lot of it was some good wrestling. However, it was really lacking once again in story and direction and the things mm. that they were trying to, to, to communicate to us. Um, in the end, you had a private party trying to interfere back and forth and help out. The Dark Order comes out, evens the score, and uh, Adam Page takes the win. Matt Hardy now is broken and destitute, I suppose. But uh, for me, this match, I'm going to have to give it uh, less than good. So, uh, you know, I guess that would be like, a, I'm going to give it a 1.5. Wow. because it did have some stuff in it. it had some good moves it had some interesting things but overall a bit of a turd uh rick i honestly thought this was the second best match of the night i gave it a 2.5 oh, okay it was an yeah. average match average it's your view let's hear it why yeah it was an average match it was just mm -hmm. the the wrestling like you said the story wasn't there but mm -hmm. the wrestling was there i thought i was very yeah. entertained by that 
The only good thing, I mean, I I picked Matt Hardy to win this match because I wanted uh, Adam Pace to go and join the Dark Order all messed up. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, you know what? I'm happy that Adam Page won because he needed this win. And now he's still with Dark Order. So maybe he makes something of this. Maybe he now it pushes him up towards the title picture or something because right now he needs something. And Matt Hardy, get get the Hardy boys off my TV. Matt and Jeff, yeah. I am sick of seeing them. <laughs> they do not bring anything to TV. They have been around 28 years. Did you hear Tony? Giovanni, 28 years Matt Hardy's been wrestling. Enough is enough, and it's time for a change. Fair enough. That's Owen Hart, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, the reason why I'm laughing when Rick says it's the second best match of the night is because I can't can't think of any second or third or fourth. No, they were all four. It was pretty poor. But I did give this match a two, so it was like about D plus... Uh, C, I would go at the at the furthest point. So an okay. average That's match, I do agree 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 with. But again, yeah, the whole uh, man, I, is this is it over? Is this storyline over with now? I where's, think where's, so. No, they're gonna drag Page it out. Going. He has no money. <laughs> no, 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 I'm talking. But about I mean, he's separated from Adam Page. Yeah, right. Uh, That's what I'm talking about. I mean, and then what's gonna happen now with Adam Page? Is he gonna now be the leader of the Dark Order? I mean. I don't know, cowboy running that shit. I don't know, <laughs> but okay. it, it was it was terrible. Uh, I don't want to say terrible. It was okay. It was average. Um, it. Uh, I was expecting better, to be honest. Yeah. You know, Tony, if if this had been on Monday night, what is it, Shotgun Monday night, or <laughs> one of those kind of shows, this would have been an okay match this, because you don't yeah. need a storyline, right? But this, this would have been the main event. Yeah, it would have been. <laughs> uh, Elio, what do yeah, you think? About it? Uh, the wrestling was there. The storyline. So it just an okay match for me. And give it a 1.5. Okay. All right. Uh, next, got to be one of the most strangest, ridiculous looking uh, ladder matches <laughs> oh I've ever God. seen. Oh. Uh, when Tony said it looked like one of Sonic's rings hanging up yeah. there, I laughed my ass off because I didn't notice. And then I looked at it. I was like, holy crap, they got it inflated. <laughs> Sonic lifesaver from a boat that they spray painted gold and threw it up there. Are you, are you guys doing the books though? Uh yes, we are. Because I, I want to put that in the book. But I, oh I hell put, yeah, okay. we'll put that but, in for this week. The way, the way I called it though was yeah. uh, the brass bagel. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you mentioned something with cream cheese on it. So, yeah, the, call it the brass bagel with cream cheese. That needs to go in the fucking book because. That was atrocious, man. Yeah, seriously, they really did that. I can't believe they really fucking did that. <laughs> and, and the thing of it is, it's it's now now you guys know this yep. to be true, but this was supposed to be a fucking shot at WWE. Yes. Yeah. I, they actually put a fucking inflate inflatable. <laughs> I can't even fucking say the word, but that thing, that atrocious yeah. thing, the fucking brass fucking bagel. Yeah, the brass they, they they did that. They actually did that. I was trying to figure out what you were talking about because I, I when you this you said the ring, I'm like okay, so what? They put put a small ring in there. So I'm like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, when you said that too, Tony, I thought there's a small ring, and I saw that thing, and I was like, oh, Jesus, man, that was that was terrible. There was terrible. only one good thing I'm going to say about that thing, 
and I don't, you probably guys noticed this. Yeah. That is the most secure way they ever put up something on a matter. You had to actually unhook clip to take something off. There was no accidentally pulling that thing. Yeah. There was no knocking it off. You had to unclip and pull the thing up to get it off. That's the most w- secure I've ever WWE's seen. WWE's do that too. WWE's been doing that Have for they a done, while Okay, now. they had yeah. it before. Yeah. I've been to places, no, not, I've been to indie before. ones where they fall off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, before they used yeah. to, when they, because uh, mainly it was yeah. always a title. They yeah. would, and you would have to uh, the titles, break the yeah. title down. Yeah, they were. But now they, other, what they, they yeah, up. but now they have the the little anchor and you put the belt on and you put it on the hook. So you got to unhook and then take it out and all that. They've been doing that for like okay. three years, I think. Yeah, they've yeah. been doing it for a while now. Yeah. Ooh, tells you how little. But this, little, I haven't paid much attention. I got to check. Right? Yeah. Okay. But this was one of the worst ladder matches I've ever seen, man. I was not behind this. And then let's not forget but, Ethan yeah. Page. Ethan, Ethan Page. Ethan Page. Okay. You said it was going to be RVD. I, I would okay. have rather have seen RVD. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw this out here right now, guys, and I want you guys to think about this, okay? Yeah. I said I had a theory of why this happened, okay? Okay. And I think the theory was this. I don't know if you guys noticed, but all week I have been bugged by fans saying who they thought the big superstar coming was. All week it's – people have been sending me ridiculous stuff. That's why I said stuff like David Arquette. I was like just being yeah. ridiculous, right? But people were like Batista. I had people saying Batista, John Cena, CM Punk, like these really big names, right? Yeah. And I think the problem here is Christian on his own, oh, we have a great signing coming, would have been okay. But when they hyped him up, the fans took it way too far. They thought yeah. they were getting like, let's face it. Christian is a, an upper B card guy. You know, he's upper, upper mid card. Okay. He's not a main event guy. We've seen that from TNA. They tried to make him champion. It fell pretty flat, um, but he's a good wrestler. He's got name recognition. He's at the top of the B thing. So I think honestly, they probably looked all week and went, Holy shit, we can't deliver an A plus superstar. So what we do is, and that's why they did this. We hire Ethan page. We're going to hire him anyways. We throw them out. Everybody gets a little deflated. Okay. Oh, it's Ethan Page, right? Okay. Half the people don't know him. The AEW fanboys are like, yeah, yeah, he's good. He's good. But in their hearts, they're all kind of like, ah. So then Uh you pull the swerve, throw out Christian. Then you've made a guy who's a B plus guy into an A guy for that one moment because now they're like feeling like, oh, we got something big. But if you just thrown Christian out, it would have went like, it's just Christian Cage. So I think that's why they did that. I think that's why Ethan Page was the fall guy. He knew it. He didn't even wrestle like he was a superstar tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty utility in there, didn't he? Um, Yeah. I was kind of hoping it was going to be Max Caster or um, Scorpio Sky. Because let's face it, uh, Darby's the good guy. You can't have any of these other good guys win it. You need to have a guy who's going to attack him. And and boy, they've been pushing Scorpio out of nowhere all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. so I was, I guess it was going to be one of these two guys. I figured maybe Caster because his partner's injured right now and out for a while. You keep him fresh by having him around. Uh, but you know, there's some ridiculous stuff in there. Lance Archer looked ridiculous in a ladder match. I mean, yeah. just too big of a dude to climb up a ladder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody, I don't know. Too what the much hell attention going on, on Cody. Yeah, way too much attention. Oh, every time he went, he climbed up ladder. I'm like, no, don't, don't give it to Cody. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, in the end you know there were a few cool things I mean Scorpio took a hell of a cool uh, slam onto the ladder with Archer in between it Um, Ethan Page did not come off looking super but he didn't look horrible either he just looked kind of utility which unfortunately he did an impact a lot too so don't hold your breath that he's going to be an upper mid or an upper card Ethan Page he was with the Wolves right 
No, he was with. Uh, no, he was with Josh, Josh Alexander. Alexander. They were the Canadian. They were the, called yeah, the, the North. North. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so they were just a hard hitting team like FTR. Yeah, nothing, nothing splashy. And then, and then before he left, he before he left, he developed this other character in the Karate yeah, Man. Yeah, if you guys look up the Karate Man, that is what, what the Sting stuff <laughs> yeah. was pumped up to him throwing guys into volcanoes, and it was just pure garbage, but funny. <laughs> um, yeah, Tony, how did you think of this ladder match? I mean, it was okay, I guess. I mean, for a ladder match, but I mean, Jake the Snake got a little uh, spot. Come on. He needed it. He needed it. (laughs) Yeah, but he didn't have the room. Yeah. Ethan Page stood there for how long waiting for him to do something? Exactly. Because he was just like, Jake was like, it's been about 20 years. Hold on a second. Move over now. All right. Now I'll get you. He's like, fuck, finally. But no, I mean, (laughs) I gave it a two. I'm glad Scorpio Mm -hmm. Sky won. I really am. It's -hmm. something different. Um, I always complain every time I want to see something different. I want to see something yeah. different. And to have them finally have Scorpio Sky in this title picture with Darby Allen. Now, my get, my thing is now, okay, so uh, what kind of story development are those two going to have? That's just my only worry. And I don't, I seriously don't want them to, to try to push Darby to be something huge because it's, it's, to me, it's not there with Darby Allen. So I, I guess with um, Scorpio, it would be better, mm-hmm. different. Okay. But as far as this match goes, it wasn't that bad. I, I can't complain about it. It wasn't that bad, but it wasn't horrible. I mean, it wasn't uh, good. It wasn't great as all the ladder matches I've seen. But um, it, it was just average. Nothing spectacular stood out for me. All right. Elio, how did you feel on this one? This was uh... – yeah, it was just it was an average match. I really like Scorpio Sky, Max Caster. Um, yeah, it was just uh, average for me. All right, Rick. This is up there with one of the worst ladder matches I've ever seen. I gave it a one. <laughs> Scorpio Sky. I hope he's a holdover champ. I don't mm-hmm. want to see like Scorpio Sky to me doesn't have ca- charisma at all. I don't mm-hmm. know what he can bring to a title, um, except for holding it for somebody else to come in and take. I, I okay. don't see it with Scorpio Sky. Well, I do. I can say this about Scorpio Sky. I actually know Scorpio Sky, and I, I've uh, I've interviewed him a few times. I've been to shows of his. He's actually pretty charismatic, and we haven't seen it. In okay. This guy can really hold it together. Well, in uh, in the beginning when AEW first started, he was he was yeah he was well, like, SCU, yeah. yes, but he stood out. Yeah. Yep. On, when he was with SCU, and then now, like Tom just said. We just haven't seen that in a while. So, yeah. are we well, really? Been... Are we going to see that now? Being that he's in this title picture, I hope so. And I remember they were doing that video highlighting his career. Yeah, yeah, and, and it doesn't help when they kind of yo-yo him back and forth from dark. One minute he's part of a tag team, then he's not part of their tag team, then he's back, yeah. and yeah, it, they haven't done him any service. And I think it was a big misstep trying to force him onto commentary last week was kind of painful out of nowhere. Him all of mm-hmm. a sudden changing his character and trying to be arrogant was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I really am high on Max Caster. And, but I want to mm-hmm. know, they didn't explain this crap. Why in the hell is uh, Jake Evans interfering in his match and helping him? The guy had nothing to do with any of this card. He <laughs> came out with a ghetto blaster to try and whack somebody. Yeah. And he didn't even, that, those hits he was doing with the, with the ghetto, with the yeah. boombox, those were bad. 
Yeah, he, yeah. He hit what, like three people, and all three of those shots look horrendous. I was yeah. like, dude, serious? Jake Evans is pretty bad. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the, whoever, um, what's his name that you mentioned? He gave the boombox to. Uh, Caster? Yeah. Yeah. When he was hitting people with it, I was like, dude, what are you doing? That's Yeah. It's funny, though. It's because in their terrible. gimmick, he's not the guy who uses the, it's his partner who's the yeah. one who does the, <laughs> yeah, so he's probably like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Do I hit him on but, this uh, side or the other side? You don't even know. Now, so we had the flatness of the Ethan Page, okay? Mm-hmm. What did you guys feel now when finally Christian was revealed, when it was Christian Cage? I wasn't excited. I wasn't. Uh, Rick obviously was, I think. Uh, you want me to go? Was, you want me to yeah. go? Rick, uh, Rick, Rick was Rick doing flips. Listen, as soon as I heard, once I saw the countdown and I heard the Evanescence song playing, I said, this is fucking Christian Cage, baby. Not mm-hmm. Christian, Christian Cage. Now, Tom, you said Christian is a B-plus player. Yes, yep. he is. But Christian Cage, on the other hand, is an A plus superstar. He well, is a the great same people, right? No, no, when he was in TNA, he was one of the better champions they had. NWA champion, he put TNA on the map. It was Christian Cage who did that, and then Kurt Angle came in, and then he took over. Christian Cage, yo. WWE holds him back. And Josh Sanders said, oh, I want to edge a Christian at WWE. Fuck that, man. Because Christian's always the lackey, man. He is a superstar, and he can be a superstar, and he can be a Hall of Famer. He should have been in the Hall of Famer already. And WWE said, fuck you. So he said, fuck you to them. And now he's an AW, and now he's going to tear it up. Go for the TNT title, Christian Cage. Hell yeah. Folks, uh, the uh, comments by Rick Serrano <laughs> do not necessarily reflect anyone's reality in any other world, including the people here at WPOV. <laughs> Christian Cage, baby. I love Christian, man. Look, the it only is, cool thing about Christian Cage is, is I wrote this. He's not an A-plus player, though. He's not at all. He uh, is. The only he's cool thing you can age. get out... Hey, the only thing you can get out of here is we put Adam Page and Ethan Page against Christian Cage and Brian Cage, and we have now, the Cage versus that? Page thing. Or Christian Cage versus... Uh, Brian Cage in the back, the cage of the cages. Oh my and God, cage the cage match. of the cages. Yeah, the cage match. All right, y'all confusing the fuck out of me. You can't be. Yeah. <laughs> That's the no, only way Christian will ever look like a superstar. But, hold, All right, hold on. Rick, but wait a minute, Rick just said that Christian is better than Edge, right? Hell but, yeah. But Hell right no. now, wait a minute. Right now, Edge is in the main event title picture. Mm-hmm. Yes, you because just said, wait a minute, no, no, wait a minute, and you just said that Christian needs to go for the TNT title. Yes, isn't that a mid card? T- yeah, that's a mid card. That's title. a lower. The, that's yeah, and he yeah. can and he can so bring I, that up where he fits in. He can bring it up, and he can also be the yeah, AEW title picture. But that's going to be taken right, up. Kenny it? Omega, yeah, no one's taking that belt off Omega. So, but if he's an A plus player, he should go straight for the top, right? Yeah, but no one's taking that belt off Omega, and also. Listen, he's Edge, probably going to have a with him. He's Edge, lose. Listen, man, let's be real about it. Edge no. has been the biggest kiss ass of Vince McMahon for the longest, just like John Cena. So let's <laughs> just be real about that. Edge gets what he wants because he's fucking because he Vince McMahon loves him. He puts people in seats. Mm, he puts people in seats. No, he man. does. Christian does not put Christian people in seats. is way better than Edge. And Elio, help me out here, Elio. <laughs> Elio, you want to break his bubble, please? <laughs> I gotta say, I I, I like Edge. I do like Christian though. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm better, but I do like Edge. Elio uh, gave a political answer. Yeah. That's, like why, that's why he's my friend. I like Edge, but uh, Christian, he doesn't get like the same 
as Edge. You know, he doesn't get the does same, same credit. Does he get but, I mean, let's look at what's going it. on, though. Edge came back. He got a severe neck injury, and he's in the main event picture. He's doing. He's he's going all out. But he didn't he do is. anything to deserve that. He won. He won the Battle Royal. He won the Royal Rumble. Rumble. But that's but again. And he doesn't. And he scripted. He that. didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. It with fucking Christian too. He didn't do anything in that match <laughs> that was scripted. like, oh my god, no. Edge didn't do anything. So, okay. Wait a minute. Wait. Whoa. 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 No. Wait a minute. So when Edge was in the Royal Rumble last year, he was the most talked about person. Yes, he was. Right yes. There. Christian just made an appearance on AEW. Uh, crickets. Yeah. <laughs> because no one listen. Because people and there don't were fans appreciate because the crickets if, didn't care. People because people don't appreciate what he did for TNA. And again, what he did in TNA was he put TNA on the map. He, he revolutionized I do it. not agree yes, with that. We're talking about AEW right now. And now he's in AEW and he's going to put them on the map. Okay. No. No. It's, Rick, that's a I'm going to give you the best story really quick about Christian about Christian Cage. Okay? Just to give the look on Christian Cage's face. Ridiculous. I met Christian Cage when he was the TNA champion. He came to Edmonton to defend his title. He was in the middle of a feud with Samoa Joe, who legitimately was my favorite all-time wrestler and one of the few wrestlers my wife actually liked. So I meet Christian Cage, we're backstage, a thing we're talking. I said, hey, man, really good to meet you. My wife was going to come down, but, you know, you're one, she likes you, but, you know, she has this other favorite wrestler, and she was disappointed that he wasn't here. And she's like, oh, who's that? He's like, I said, oh, Samoa Joe. And the look on his face as his most hated opponent was being told that people preferred him more was kind of, it was good nice to see, his, you know, the inner tears come in. So well, Christian Cage, nice guy. He had a good sense of humor about it, but – I like him, dude, but he was not revolutionary for Ada uh, TNA. TNA will tell you that they they did not get what they wanted out of him. They want he did not draw anywhere the crowds they thought he was going to draw, and uh, he was not one of their top tier champions. And they ladies and gentlemen, that. this is why TJ Logan is not welcomed in Canada anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Canada. What do you mean about welcoming? <laughs> the Mounties are out the way. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna move now to okay. You know what, guys? I just checked out. I can't do this kind of crap. Cinematic matches oh. for me are absolute Ooh. garbage to begin with. Well, I can't I have, I, I, we have a sense. question about this one. Okay, um, so we get into this. It's Sting versus Darby Allen in a total cinematic match. There's so much logic apt. I honestly thought I was watching a D-level Hong Kong action movie where no one knew karate. Mm. It was just horrible. Um, for me, I'm giving it the lowest possible mark I can because I wasn't even interested enough to keep watching. I think I just like did other stuff. I want to know who wants to take this. Is anyone like this match? Did anyone go, think this go, was a good go match? Go with Elio. He's, he's, Elio, go right ahead. Who 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 uh, who said that this match was a success? Because I'd like to know what part of it was successful. I didn't like anything about this match. No, this from was just garbage. Oh, from I don't beginning even want to talk to about end. <laughs> from yep. beginning to end. Does did anybody you think out there like this kind of stuff? I haven't like read five. it. <laughs> so, sorry, Tony. I haven't read it. <laughs> <laughs> yet, but I'm dying. I'm looking for it because I, okay. I gotta I gotta know. Actually, Rick, you posted something on our on our messenger, right? That someone said they liked it the cinema. Oh, they said this was the best match of the There's night. This, I think I saw a screenshot on there. Now, you know what? Let me tell you something. Okay, like when these cinematic matches, there are some that are good. Okay, there are some. Like like I, I tell you the match with the Undertaker and AJ Styles. 
the, it, I think it added 10 more years to The Undertaker, even though he was like, yeah, I'm done with it. But it was still good. It was still at least fucking entertaining. This was terrible. I'm being nice and gave, I gave it a one, so it's a D. But, you know, like, Elliot was like, fuck him. <laughs> so, but this was bad. This was beyond bad. And I felt bad for Sting. Like, we were making fun. Like, I kept saying, wow, Sting's hair is still in place throughout <laughs> this whole match. And yeah. if you guys remember WrestleMania when he fought Triple H, this shit was like this. I was <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? You know, I was like, you got to be kidding me. This was terrible. So, you, and of course, Andy, you know, saying it was a couple takes for this. And, and that's why he just to fix his hair, fix his makeup. Yeah. This, this was bad. I couldn't believe this. And then, of course, you knew he wasn't taking bumps on concrete. Yeah. So that's why they had the ring there. They had to, yeah. you know, so he can do his scorpion thing and whatever. But this was, this was bad. And, 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 and sorry, but I, the thing of it is, and then I brought this up too. I didn't realize Sting debuted it in fucking December. That's and then month. now, and then now, it's still three months. Yeah. And then now he's going to f- wrestle in his first match and you do it in a cinematic way where nobody can fucking see it. The fans can't see it live. Mm-hmm. They got to see it through a fucking screen. Seriously? That's what you do? That's yeah. What you do? Yeah. And one of you guys pointed this out and as soon as you said it, I checked really quickly, is there was a, when he made the pin in the ring, his makeup was messed up. And then he did this thing where he walked over to the camera and looked in and his makeup was perfect. And it's like, <laughs> holy shit, guys, how stupid do you think we are? <laughs> like, I, you know, I, did, I didn't even, as much as we were picking on him about that shit, yeah. I didn't even catch that. <laughs> his makeup was perfect at the very end yeah. as he looked into the camera. And I'm like, it was just all smeared up a second ago. <laughs> like, okay. Ridiculous. Yeah, not a fan of these kind of things. Rick, you said uh, he was total crap, yeah. It was total crap, terrible. I don't even want to talk about it. It, it was okay. that bad. <laughs> okay. That's it. Now, here's where things went wrong. And I got to tell you guys where it went wrong. It was continually going down the hill. I have a fan who is a hardcore AEW fan, and he's pretty forgiving of a ton of stuff. All through this thing, he was kind of like trying not to say, he kept saying, well, it's not that, but you know, that, oh, it's not that bad. The cinematic match, oh, it's not that bad, you know? <laughs> and uh, we got to this match, it started. He's like, oh, I'm kind of digging it a bit. And then stuff started happening. <laughs> stuff like, uh, so we're talking about the main event here where John Moxley and Kenny Omega fight in a barbed wire explosion match, okay? The idea here, and it's pretty confusing rules, but as far as I could understand, there's barbed wire everywhere. The three sides of the ring are covered in barbed wire that if you touch one of the three sides of the ring, it was supposed to set off an explosion. If you went on the the on the floor where the... Uh, barbed wire was that's supposed to have explosions and you only had 30 minutes because the ring was wired to explode if you were in there in the 30 minute time limit it was going to go boom and be dangerous now the problem here is right off the bat the very first time they went into the 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 thing to trigger it the bombs would keep going off before they hit it and the bombs were basically like throwing talcum powder or something it made a noise and something what killed it was the replay Oh, yeah, the, the, the first one, but the first one, I the, it was right on point. And mm-hmm. then with the replay, there was like, ah, it was a, was a little off. But the, I think it was the second or third one where it was like, it, like the replay made it so obvious. It was so, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yep. Terrible. Uh, it was obvious that they were using some real barbed wire in there. As you notice, some of the times they fell and their shirts got ripped. They were actually bleeding on the back and the back yeah. of the arms and stuff like that, which is kind of silly in this day and age of like hepatitis and COVID and whatnot. That, oh, let's just go out and bleed. The referee was protected. 
Yeah, the referee. Oh my lord! <laughs> I didn't know what to say when I saw. He wasn't him. getting COVID. No. Well, well, I don't know about that because when Kenny Omega tugged on his sleeve, his whole sleeve came off. <laughs> yeah, he his sleeve off. Yes. Um, folks, I don't even know how to describe this match except to say it grotesque. It, yeah, it got into a lot of bleeding, lots of rubbing each other's face in barbed wire. These horrible explosions that look pathetic. Even did you guys? Oh, when he did his uh, paradigm shift uh, outside, with Kenny, yeah, onto the thing. I thought, okay, that's horrible to begin with. Kenny went down weird with his neck, anyways. Yeah. Uh, and then the explosion was a little. I'm sure it didn't even move anything. It was like some smoke coming it was underneath. Like, it's it. like one of those air fresheners that have a little timer. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> now here's the funniest part of this whole thing: is the match ends. Omega gets the win. The Good Brothers come out. Uh, they take a bit of a beating before they all subdue. Uh... <laughs> How is this? Sorry. The, they hand him a baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire that he hits Moxley and it explodes <laughs> in his face. But, of course, the explosion is just a, mm-hmm. a poof with smoke, which was the most ridiculous thing I've seen. Uh, then they beat on him until the timer goes down. And this is oh, where the snap. giant, tra- the big finale of all this, the timer's counting down. It's getting super dramatic. They handcuff uh, Moxley in the ring. He's stuck there, knocked out. Who? What's going to happen? Everyone's getting out. Omega, then we're leaving. Out comes Eddie Kingston, which I did like. Storyline-wise, yes. awesome. Yep. That's The only thing that saved any of this was that part of the story. Mm-hmm. However... Oh, my goodness. Eddie Kingston runs into the ring. He's trying to wake up Moxley. The timer's coming down. It's down to six seconds. He doesn't know what to do. So, because he loves him, he lays over him to take this explosion and protect his brother. And all of a sudden, the explosion goes off. And I tell you, we probably all could have farted and done more damage (laughs) in this whole arena than what happened. Because it basically went a little fizzle, and that was it. Oh, my God. Can I say, (laughs) I honestly... Guys, I honestly thought that it was a prank by Callis. I thought yeah. Callis, because he was on commentary, and I, yeah. he chuckled a little bit. So I thought mm-hmm. it, it was like, oh, ha, 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 gotcha. That's what I thought it was. And then yeah. I thought it was going to be like Eddie Kingston was going to be like, oh, my God. All right. He's okay. All right. I protected him. But then all of a sudden, Eddie Kingston's not moving. And I'm yeah. like, no, they're going with this. They're going with like that was a big boom. Guys, the Academy yeah. Awards just sent me a nomination for Eddie Kingston for Best Actor of the Year for pretending an explosion went off and selling it like that. Oh, I feel bad. The, the Academy you, sent me an award for watching this atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, uh, Moxley there. tweeted out, or Moxley said after the show on the mic, they have a, mm. a, on Twitter already, that, uh, yeah, Kenny Omega's a hell of a fighter, but he sucks at building exploding rings. <laughs> well, yeah, wasn't he building no. the Moxley Gatham? Yeah. Yeah. In, in the That's workshop. Right. Yep. That's right. So that is a good cover, but I will. I got to read some what people were saying about yes, this. Yes, please do. I'm curious. This was this was just fucking hilarious. I'm pointing out the ones that are really funny. Uh, someone said, uh, that explosion at the end was like thinking you have a big fart and nothing comes out. <laughs> <laughs> uh there was another one too i thought it was hilarious oh this is from a chick she goes did they just use gilbert's pyro <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. my god and then this, this one was pretty horrendous um i don't even know I, no i'm gonna read it it says that's like plugging away on your girl for 29 minutes she gets a few old faces then at 30 minutes your dick goes limp 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Terrible. And then, and, oh, this one, another Gilbert. They're all using Gilbert a lot, but uh, this one's just, uh, ouch, even Gilbert gets more pyro. Hope that mistake doesn't wreck a good night. Oh, it did. It's true. Uh, uh, Kingston's selling like he was just in Hiroshima. Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, a lot of people are just pissed off about this. I mean, it, I just can keep going and going. Holy fuck. Uh, what kind of Fourth of July shit was this? Uh, awful ending. Somebody put the sparklers. <laughs> <laughs> that it was, you know, I mean, uh, we were talking about it before we got did the show, and I was like, you know, let's just save it for this moment. But I'm a big fan of death matches. Uh, I watched a lot of them. Mick Foley obviously was in it. Um, Chainsaw Charlie was in a lot of them, which is Terry Funk. Um, I've seen a lot of them, and Japan does them the best. And I'm pretty sure when they saw this, they're like, holy fuck, what is this? Is this just terrible? This was so bad. And I'm sitting there, and I, and I felt sorry for Eddie Kingston because he had yeah. to sell this. He literally had to sell this shit. How do you justify that? How do you justify that? That um, I was going to call him Dean Ambrose. That Moxley has to go on this long vacation because obviously we know he's having a baby. Mm-hmm. And you're going to say that he it was because of this match? <laughs> you cannot because I dare you AEW to say that it was because the ring exploded. I dare you. You don't do that. That was terrible. I thought the ring was going to collapse. I thought the ring was going to like. All this big fucking fireworks all over it, something, but not a goddamn thing. And that's what you do. That's how you close. That's how Boxley goes, says goodbye, like that. And where's Eddie King? What happens to Eddie Kingston now? What, what, you know? So Seriously. I'm pretty yeah. sure Onita gave his paycheck back after seeing that. He was probably like, fucking embarrassing. Have this money back. I want nothing uh-huh. to do with this. <laughs> um, I'm going to, you know what? Like I told you, all through this pay per view, I was texting with a friend who was all the time trying to be super up about this. He kept, you know, there was even a point in the middle of this match where he's like, oh, I'm kind of digging this, right? Then all that happened. And he says to me, damn, that wasn't satisfying when the ring's supposed to blow. What the fuck? Because that was it. What the fuck was that? And I said, well, I actually laughed out loud. He said, same. Why is Eddie Kingston hurt? Nothing happened. Are they really seriously selling that, that explosion? What the fuck? He goes, what a joke, man. Two out of 10. First time I think I've been seriously disappointed in an AEW pay-per-view. I'm kind of mad. And yeah. This is a guy who's done nothing but like defend everything that they've done. Yeah, this was a, a terrible pay-per-view. You know, overall, uh, number-wise, I gave it a 1.7, which is about a C-. Honestly, I'm going to go against my own score. This is an F. This yeah. was this was a ter- – it was a long pay-per-view, and it was just not worth it. Not the time or the money. Thank God I didn't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, you want to wrap it up for your yeah, uh, idea on this? Oh my god, it was this was bad. I mean, normally like if if it's a good show, I put everything down and I'll watch the match and I'll be like, damn, this is good. It's got my attention. But you know, I mean I love all you guys and I love the messenger, but I was chatting more on there than I ever was. So yeah. what's that tell you? This was terrible. You know, or like if I'm not on the messenger, I'm on the playing a fucking game on my phone because it's just yep, like a lot of that. Da, 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 catch something, catch no, no, okay, and I still play. This was a very weak pay-per-view. And honestly, again, like I said in the beginning of the show, is that 
we're not out here to bash AEW, but we have to call it like it is. I was looking forward to this the whole show. I was looking for the, oh, who's the magic or the secret signing? Who's the sixth man now? When I found out it's two different people, I'm like, oh shit, this is going to be good. The exploding match, the ladder match, the young bucks. I was looking forward to that match. I was looking forward to this pay-per-view period. And it was nothing but a big letdown. I was disappointed. And and if I have to give it a rating, I would, I would a D minus. Mm-hmm. I have to go with a D minus. It was terrible. Terrible. Right. Elio? 1.2. Don't worry, guys. I can give him, no, yeah. This was bad, bad pay per view. Talk about it. Okay. I don't want like, I ain't saying 1.2. I wanted to go in and I wanted this to be interesting. I had reservations about the whole thing. I'm not a fan anymore of Deathmatch. I used to love them. I watched them all too growing up you know, but uh, there's come a point for me where I don't consider that main event national wrestling anymore. And I didn't want to see this, you know, I thought, okay, we're covering the show. I'll watch it. If we weren't doing the show tonight, I wouldn't have watched this. Okay. I would have read about it or something, but I sat and I watched it. Uh, When the cinematic show came on, I was just like, Oh my God, this is terrible for me. I, some people like that kind of stuff for me. It's not, I don't like that stuff. It's like extended uh, backstage, best friends, mural crap. I, I don't like it. Only yeah. better effects, you know, mm-hmm. um, the whole, it started off the pre-show was great. And then it just went downhill from there. I even expected the young bucks to put up a better match because we can say what we want about the young bucks, but at least they're exciting at times tonight. Mm-hmm. They were off their steps. It wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. And it just got worse and worse. Sheeta, who I, I usually is a highlight had a weak opponent. Yes. Yeah. But no, I was going to say normally, like I use, the analogy that Rick uses all the time, you know, that it was, it was, the bread was good, but the meat was a little sour, you know, mm-hmm. so it was good from the beginning, sour in the middle, and then it was pretty decent at the end. I was, how, how, how did, Rick, how do you do, how do you say it for this one? It's a, it's a bad fucking sandwich. It was a bad sandwich. <laughs> yeah. The, the no, whole thing. No, what it was is the crust was still on, and then. The, yeah, the bread, the, the, the bread was me. sour too. The whole thing was sourdough. This whole fucking show was bad, man. Throw the whole sandwich out at this point. But what, we, I, what I want sorry. to know is how does the AEW fanboys, and I've always said this to just about every show, how do they defend this fucking pay-per-view? That's what I want to know. Same way I defend Christian. <laughs> you just keep talking. Do we stop listening? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, he's right. He's right. These AEW fanboys, you know, and when they defend this, it's like they, they, they don't understand or realize that, you know, like, I'm sorry to say cinematic matches, WWE kind of do those a little bit better than what oh, I yeah. saw today. A lot better. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how they could defend this pay-per-view. I just don't, I don't get it. And, he, and here's the problem I have. This was their first big pay-per-view in a long time and such a bad misstep. Mm-hmm. They thought that they were having this idea of all these cool, interesting things that just made, you know, AEW's come out and tried to say that they're the alternative to wrestling. They're the sports, not the entertainment. And instead, they threw so much stuff that was up there with bad Saturday Night Live skits tonight, where it was just like, I don't want to watch this crap. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of fans who tuned into this. Even the hardcore fanboys are going to kind of have to grit their teeth because you can't defend this. There's nothing you can no. say. That main event, there's no way in hell you can say that exploding ring thing. But I will, I will say this. All. Looking at some of the comments where they were talking about the exploding matches, you know what a lot of them were saying? They were saying, well, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it wasn't working, so how could you bash that if it wasn't working? You know, I'm like, 
It's fuck sakes. Seriously, a lot of them are saying that. Well, it's not AEW's fault. Why are you faulting I mean, them? It's you not have their to have fault. test runs, right? You have to do a test run. The WWE sure does it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And why would you let Kenny all said it's not, they, they all said it's not AEW's fault. They all said mm-hmm. that, oh, you can't blame AEW for that. Whoever is supposed to be in charge well, of the I'm going to them. Oh, fuck out of here. I'm going to say this is the first time I think in any of our shows where we've probably giving a pay-per-view. Um, this was not good. And I, I am highly disappointed because I want it to be good. I want AEW to succeed. I want to enjoy these things. But maybe they'll turn it around. Maybe I'll come out of there and go, yeah. But no. Mm-mm. Didn't happen. Rough night. And... Uh, well, folks, that's it. Like this was this one. We're all going to give it a bit of a bad thumbs down. And I want to thank down. you guys. Uh, thank you guys for having the patience to sit through this because I know how much of a struggle this was for me. Tony's right. I got some high scores on my game as I sat down and tried to watch some of this. <laughs> uh, folks, tune in. <laughs> tune in this coming week. We have uh, a special edition of Quarantine, which will be coming up very soon, featuring Kevin Sullivan, the Taskmaster. We have. Uh, um, we don't have Clay Cummings on tonight, but you'll see on the weekend there'll be Tony, Rick, and Clay covering all your WWE stuff. Uh, Andy and Elio will be on this week. I am on hiatus for one hiatus. I'm on for that night off. Uh, it's my but birthday. I'll be there. Me out to do stuff. So, but you'll be there, Rick. That's right. Rick will be filling in for me. And God, let's hope he doesn't talk about Christian. Oh, all right. that's if he does, the Elio, hot topic. Feel free to... I already feel it. All right, so folks. Jeez. Folks, have a great weekend. Uh, watch wrestling. AEW, do better. <laughs> 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 Say good night to the good people. Plan to tell you next time. <laughs>